Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Second hour of Oilers Now. Brendan Ulrich, Devin Horn with you. Oilers Now, as always, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Digitex has their office, printer, and supply needs covered. They do it all and could be doing it for you right now. Now, I have no idea where Hugh Porter is of late. He's off the map after losing a Stanley Cup Finals bet with Bob and I. A night on the town. Can't wait for this. Still waiting for this. One day I'll get a text from Hugh Porter saying it's on. I don't know where he is, though. He might be out selling printers or something. But uh, Hugh Porter at Digitex doesn't know a lot about hockey because he lost his uh, Stanley Cup Finals bet to uh, Bob and I, but he knows a a lot about uh, office supplies, so give him a call at uh, Digitex. You can call on our Oilers Now hotline at 780-496-0063. Brought to you by the River Cree Resort and Casino. They have Steel Panther. This weekend, Devin, is that correct? July 21st, I believe? July 21st, yep. Awesome. They also have the Little River Band on August 16th. You can text us 630-630. Brought to you by Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford or check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. And you can text us. You can call us in this segment right now as we break down the Pacific Division. Earlier in the show, I was saying... But I will let you, the listener, be the producer today and tell me what we're allowed to talk about during the summer here on the program. Because it is a dead zone for Oiler news, for the most part NHL news, and it's only going to get quieter as we get into August. So I was having some fun because now that soccer's over, we can't talk about that anymore. So what do you think we should talk about on this show? I'm mostly having fun with you because it seems like anytime we talk about something other than Oilers, we hear it on the text line. So you can text us 630-630 on that as well. 
All right. We'll get quickly to NHL Today here before we uh, go interactive. NHL Today is brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear. The Calgary Flames today signing Elias Lindholm to a six-year contract worth $29.1 million. The average annual value is $4.85 million. The Anaheim Ducks signing Adam Henrique to a five-year contract extension worth $5.5 million a season. We'll talk to Joshua Cooper about that a little bit later on in the show. The Nashville Predators have signed forward Ryan Hartman to a one-year deal worth $875,000. That's a bit of a bargain, I would say, for Hartman. The Habs have signed Philip Deneau to a three-year contract worth $3.083 million a season. That's NHL Today, brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear. You can text us 630-630. Give us a call here, 780-496-0063. Where do you have the Oilers in the Pacific Division. Jed is on line one. Jed, you're up. Not bad. Well, I always get teased about the sisters retiring. Vancouver's not going to have nothing. So I'll put it to the other fans. Calgary's done a lot. Calgary, yeah, they weren't that great last year, but I think they put it together. When I seen Matt Hendricks walk out the door of the Oilers' dressing room and go to Winnipeg, they don't have anybody to take over from Matty Hendricks for the young guys. And when I heard him there on Friday, you could hear the passion in his voice, right? I still think the Oilers are going to be just out of the playoffs. I give Vancouver's going to be close. I'm not going to say they're going to be there. So you like the Canucks, eh? I think everyone would, or the consensus would be that they finish eighth in the division. But they've made some improvements, I guess. They have a young team, some young guys. I'm one of the only guys probably in Edmonton or even in Alberta that hasn't hopped off the wagon. I'm still on the Canucks wagon. I always will be. I always get teased about it. But, you know, I I, I still say, Oilers, they're going to be close. They might not be there, but they need somebody to lead that dressing room for those young guys. I don't want to see the Taylor Hall and all that stuff thing go along where they don't have anybody leading them. And when Matty Hendricks came in, it looked like they had a leader there. All right, Jed. Well, thanks for the call. Hey, take care. Thanks. Yeah, the Canucks will be interesting. Uh, they were they were really good to start the year last year. Now, they did have the Sedins at the start. They have retired, of course. But a lot of their young guys were going. Brock Besser, of course, uh, a breakthrough season as a rookie last year before getting hurt. They'll be interesting. I don't think they're a playoff team, but I could see them improving on what they did last year. Travis Green got the most out of his group early in that year. And with Besser and Horvat, they should have uh, Patterson make the the roster this year. I, I like their group. But they're likely still in the playoffs. They did sign, of course, Jay Beagle and uh, Antoine Roussel to big contracts as uh, UFAs this offseason. But I think they want to compete, is what they're saying, by, by you know making those signings. They want to try to make the playoffs. So I don't think they'll have enough to get in. But maybe, perhaps, they're closer than most people think. Because I think everyone just sort of assumes Vancouver will finish last in the division. So you can text us 630-630 with your thoughts on that. Give us a call here, 780-496-0063. Brendan, you should talk about the Eskimos during the summer, slow season. I will phone in and give you 15 minutes per day of content from Brad. Well, yeah, you can call in and talk Eskimos anytime, Brad, if you like. Why not? 
I agree with the last caller. They keep trading away the heart of the team. Hendricks, Maroon, etc. The young guys just don't have enough heart yet. They won't do whatever it takes to win. Go that extra mile. Well, I believe the Oilers moved on from Hendricks before he signed with Winnipeg. And it is interesting that Winnipeg let him walk. I don't know if they let him walk, I guess, or he decided he wanted to go to uh, Minnesota, but believe they felt that uh, he wasn't needed. There was talk of him going to Minnesota while he was still an Oiler, though, wasn't there? Because he's a Minnesota yeah. native. Well, I think he always wanted to go eventually play in his hometown. They gave him a chance. So, look, I, I don't think there's any doubt the Oilers missed Hendricks a little bit in the dressing room last year, but I do not think that's the reason why things went south. And I think a lot of Oilers fans think that for some reason. So, I mean, I'm sure you could use a guy like that in the dressing room any day of the week, no doubt about that. I mean, he is a heart and soul type of guy. I just don't see that being the main reason why the Oilers missed the playoffs. Isn't that why they went out and got uh, Brodziak, though? Isn't he going to fill that role this year? That's a good point. And uh, actually, I believe it was Hendricks that talked about Brodziak sort of being... Actually, no, it was uh, Colin Pareko on Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins when he was in studio. He talked about Brodziak being a guy in the room that everyone's drawn to. Like everyone, He's like a glue guy in the room. Everyone wants to talk to Brodziak, be around him. He's a fun guy, but he's also a leader. So that's from Colton Preco, another likable guy. So, yeah, perhaps whether there's out of a guy like that in Brodzik, that's a good point by you, Devin. So do they need a guy like Hendricks? <laughs> I don't think they do. I think that McDavid will pull everyone together as a leader on and off the ice. I mean, they have enough heart in that dressing room. I don't think... Hendricks is the reason why everything went south last season. Well, for every reason, people keep texting about that and bringing that up. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see if uh, Winnipeg takes a free-for-all this uh, season because they don't have Matt Hendricks in their lineup. I'm certainly not cheering for anyone but the Oilers, but all Pacific is going to be good for next season are all the Pacific is going to be good next season, including Vancouver and Arizona. But I do think the Oilers have the most talent for sure. Just hope the heart is way larger next year and less injuries. Hey, BU, Mike in St. John's here. Just got back from Alberta, beautiful province, on the Oilers. I have a lot of concerns, mainly the questions you and Bob pointed out frequently. I'm also concerned about the Lucic factor. If he wants out, that will only be damaging to the team until he's traded. Hmm. That is an interesting point, but I think once uh, the season rolls around and everyone's together, you start bonding, you go on that big road trip the others will have at the start of the year, um, I don't think that will be a factor. Maybe I'm wrong. Because if the others start winning, that will solve a lot of problems, and I think everyone will be on board and want to be here. So I think there is some smoke to all these uh, Lucic rumblings. No doubt about that. We had his agent on. He said he wants to be here. He will be back. After that, there were still some rumblings from Frank Cervelli from TSN. So I think the others have explored the option, or explored the idea of trading him. I don't think they're just going to give him up, though, because, to be frank, they need him to rebound in a big way this season on that left side. A lot of question marks on the wings. He is one of those question marks. But if he can get back to the player he was at the start of last season and the year before, that's what the Oilers will be hoping for. 
You can text us 630-630. Dan in LaRange, LA, Edmonton, San Jose, Vegas, Calgary, Arizona, Vancouver on the outside. Talbot plays like two years ago. Drysettle won't be concussed early, and McDavid is McDavid from Dan in LaRange. What do you think about Arizona, Devin? Oh, you're on the phone taking a caller there. We'll get back to Devin here in a second. But Arizona, to me, is interesting. Now, I, I said earlier I want to put them higher in the standings. I just don't know if I can. They finished last year strong. They're a young team. They've added Gelcheniak, of course, in that trade uh, for Domi. They have a really good D with Jalmerson, Larson, Chicharin, Demers, Goligoski. Their goaltending was good near the end of the year with Ranta. That's an interesting team to me. But who do they have up front, though? Like, Oh, they have Keller. Yeah. I think there's still a bit of a question mark for me. I would be, I think they'll take a step forward, but I'll be stunned if they have a, you know, a big breakout year. Yeah. No, that's fair. And that's why I'm, I look at their team, I'm like, okay, there's a lot of potential here. But can all the young guys sort of take a step all at once? I don't know. So that's why I have them on the outside. But I do want to, I, I look at the, the standings, and I want to put Arizona higher. But I just can't. So it is a crapshoot right now, I guess, with the Pacific Division. All right, Travis wants to jump in here on line two. Travis, you're on Oilers now. Hey, I just wanted to talk about uh, Lucic for a minute here. And uh, I think, honestly, I don't think he should be on dry side of the line coming in. And you know what? I, I like I like Lucic. I really like him. I don't like his contract. But right now, him, him coming back after that year and all that, we need to stick him right up on McDavid's line with Nuge. McDavid and Nuge together, they're going to be dynamite no matter what. Braddy was kind of like a little complimentary piece, but hes I don't think he's a guarantee in there. I think there should be competition between Raddy and him for that slot. I don't know if they want to go right wing, left wing, back and forth with Nuge. Is he, maybe he's better on his off wing. I watched a couple of videos of him on his off wing doing one-timers. Play, playing the right side a little bit, right? So I think having him up there with McDavid, feeling that again with the goals and like you know that protection and and, and showing that impact, and maybe next year in the offseason we can trade him or something. Who knows? But I think I think Luke should be uh, definitely up on the first, and also Reader. I think Reader should be playing left wing with Drysdale. Get those two kind of going. Reader's fast. We need to see Drysdale's feet moving again. I felt like Luke was kind of like an anchor for him there last year. And I think uh, Reader, he's just really fast, and I really, I really like watching him. Maybe Puyu Yarvi or Yamamoto fight for that right wing spot. But yeah, that's what I might take there. Okay, Travis, thanks for the call. I'll dig deeper into uh, those two line combinations that you brought up uh, quickly on Lucic. Uh, I just don't know if he works on McDavid's wing. I don't know. I think, to be honest, I think he holds McDavid back a little bit. It's been tried already, yeah. right? Like I think we know it doesn't work. So what's the point? Mm-hmm. They tried it for a long period of time last year, and you're right, it didn't work. So now, if Lucic comes out guns a blazing to start the season, maybe it would work. Maybe they go back to it. But to me, I think you have Nuge McDavid together for sure. And then there's a chance that it's Ratty. Maybe it's Poliarvi. Maybe it's Yamamoto on that right side. Maybe it's even Reader. So I just don't think the Oilers go down that route to start the year with Lucic on McDavid's line. Of course, at some point during the year, it could happen. Of course, there's also the dry settle option. He could, of course, go on McDavid's wing at some point, and they move Nuge back to center. So I think there are a lot of things the others will try first 
before going back to Lucic with McDavid, and it's likely going to be Ratty uh, on that right side with Nugent Hopkins and McDavid to start the preseason at least. So I do like what Travis was saying, though, about per- perhaps playing uh, Reader with Drysdale. I think those two could become good players together. I think they, they maybe want to play together as well to start the year. But I just think with Lucic, I don't know if you go down that route at the start of the year. Lucic could be on your second line with Drysaddle or maybe even down as your th- as a third line option. I know the contract doesn't look good at playing him on the third line, but perhaps that helps him find his game where there's not a lot of pressure of playing on McDavid's wing. It's uh, one twenty in Edmonton. You can text us 630-630. Give us a call, 780-496-0063. We'll take a quick timeout. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place, proamsports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, Proam Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a Proam Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's one. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Second hour of Oilers Now. Brendan Ulrich, Devin Horn with you. Oilers now, as always, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Digitex has their office printer and supply needs covered. They do it all and could be doing it for you right now. Now, I have no idea where Hugh Porter is of late. He's off the map after losing a Stanley Cup Finals bet with Bob and I. A night on the town. Can't wait for this. Still waiting for this. One day I'll get a text from Hugh Porter saying it's on. I don't know where he is, though. He might be out selling printers or something. But uh, Hugh Porter at Digitex doesn't know a lot about hockey because he lost his uh, Stanley Cup Finals bet to uh, Bob and I, but he knows a lot about uh, office supplies, so give him a call at uh, Digitex. You can call on our Oilers Now hotline at 780-496-0063. Brought to you by the River Cree Resort and Casino. They have Steel Panther. This weekend, Devin, is that correct? July 21st, I believe? July 21st, yep. Awesome. They also have the Little River Band on August 16th. You can text us 630-630. Brought to you by Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford or check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. And you can text us. You can call us in this segment right now as we break down the Pacific Division. Earlier in the show, I was saying... But I will let you, the listener, be the producer today and tell me what we're allowed to talk about during the summer here on the program. Because it is a dead zone for Oiler news, for the most part NHL news, and it's only going to get quieter as we get into August. So I was having some fun because now that soccer's over, we can't talk about that anymore. So what do you think we should talk about on this show? I'm mostly having fun with you because it seems like anytime we talk about something other than Oilers, we hear it on the text line. 
So you can text us 630-630 on that as well. All right, we'll get quickly to NHL Today here before we uh, go interactive. NHL Today is brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear. The Calgary Flames today signing Elias Lindholm to a six-year contract worth $29.1 million. The average annual value is $4.85 million. The Anaheim Ducks signing Adam Henrique to a five-year contract extension worth $5.5 million a season. We'll talk to Joshua Cooper about that a little bit later on in the show. The Nashville Predators have signed forward Ryan Hartman to a one-year deal worth $875,000. That's a bit of a bargain, I would say, for Hartman. The Habs have signed Philip Deneau to a three-year contract worth $3.083 million a season. That's NHL Today, brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. More than just sportswear. You can text us 630-630. Give us a call here, 780 0063. Where do you have the Oilers in the Pacific Division? Jed is on line one. Jed, you're up. Not bad. Well, I always get teased about the sisters retiring. Vancouver's not going to have nothing. So I'll put it to the other fans. Calgary's done a lot. Calgary, yeah, they weren't that great last year, but I think they put it together. When I seen Matt Hendricks walk out the door of the Oilers' dressing room, go to Winnipeg, they don't have anybody to take over from Matty Hendricks for the young guys. And when I heard him there on Friday, you could hear the passion in his voice, right? I still think the Oilers are going to be just out of the playoffs. I give Vancouver's going to be close. I'm not going to say they're going to be there. So you like the Canucks, eh? I think everyone would, or the consensus would be that they finish eighth in the division. But they made made some improvements, I guess. They have a young team, some young guys. I'm one of the only guys probably in Edmonton or even in Alberta that hasn't hopped off the wagon. I'm still on the Canucks wagon. I always will be. I always get teased about it. But, you know, I, I, I still say, Oilers, they're going to be close. They might not be there, but they need somebody to lead that dressing room for those young guys. I don't want to see the Taylor Hall and all that stuff thing go along where they don't have anybody leading them. And when Matty Hendricks came in, it looked like they had a leader there. All right, Jed. Well, thanks for the call. Hey, take care. Thanks. Yeah, the Canucks will be interesting. Uh, they were they were really good to start the year last year. Now, they did have the Sedins at the start. They have retired, of course. But a lot of their young guys were going. Brock Besser, of course, uh, a breakthrough season as a rookie last year before getting hurt. They'll be interesting. I don't think they're a playoff team, but I could see them improving on what they did last year. Travis Green got the most out of his group early in that year. And with Besser and Horvat, they should have uh, Patterson make the, the roster this year. I, I like their group. But they're likely still in the playoffs. They did sign, of course, Jay Beagle and uh, Antoine Roussel to big contracts as uh, UFAs this offseason. But I think they want to compete, is what they're saying, by, by you know making those signings. They want to try to make the playoffs. So I don't think they'll have enough to get in. But... Maybe, perhaps, they're closer than most people think. Because I think everyone just sort of assumes Vancouver will finish last in the division. So, you can text us 630-630 with your thoughts on that. Give us a call here, 780-496-0063. Brendan, you should talk about the Eskimos during the summer slow season. I will phone in and give you 15 minutes per day of content from Brad. 
Well, yeah, you can call in and talk Eskimos anytime, Brad, if you like. Why not? I agree with the last caller. They keep trading away the heart of the team. Hendricks, Maroon, etc. The young guys just don't have enough heart yet. They won't do whatever it takes to win. Go that extra mile. Well, I believe the Oilers moved on from Hendricks before he signed with Winnipeg. And it is interesting that Winnipeg let him walk. I don't know if they let him walk, I guess, or he decided he wanted to go to uh, Minnesota, but believe they felt that uh, he wasn't needed. There was talk of him going to Minnesota while he was still an oiler, though, wasn't there? Because he's a Minnesota native. I think he always wanted to go eventually play in his hometown. They gave him a chance. So, look, I, I... I don't think there's any doubt the Oilers missed Hendricks a little bit in the dressing room last year, but I do not think that's the reason why things went south. And I think a lot of Oilers fans think that for some reason. So, I mean, I'm sure you could use a guy like that in the dressing room any day of the week, no doubt about that. I mean, he is a heart and soul type of guy. I just don't see that being the main reason why the Oilers missed the playoffs. Isn't that why they went out and got uh, Brodziak, though? Isn't he going to fill that role this year? That's a good point. And uh, actually, I believe it was Hendricks that talked about Brodziak sort of being... Actually, no, it was uh, Colin Pareko on Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins when he was in studio. He talked about Brodziak being a guy in the room that everyone's drawn to. Like everyone, He's like a glue guy in the room. Everyone wants to talk to Brodziak, be around him. He's a fun guy, but he's also a leader. So that's from Colton Preco, another likable guy. So, yeah, perhaps two others out of a guy like that in Brodzik. That's a good point by you, Devin. So do they need a guy like Hendricks? <laughs> I don't think they do. I think that McDavid will pull everyone together as a leader on and off the ice. I mean, they have enough heart in that dressing room. I don't think... Hendricks is the reason why everything went south last season. Well, for every reason, people keep texting in about that and bringing that up. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see if uh, Winnipeg takes a free-for-all this uh, season because they don't have Matt Hendricks in their lineup. I'm certainly not cheering for anyone but the Oilers, but all Pacific is going to be good for next season. Are all the Pacific is going to be good next season, including Vancouver and Arizona. But I do think the Oilers have the most talent for sure. Just hope the heart is way larger next year and less injuries. Hey, BU, Mike in St. John's here. Just got back from Alberta, beautiful province on the Oilers. I have a lot of concerns, mainly the questions you and Bob pointed out frequently. I'm also concerned about the Lucic factor. If he wants out, that will only be damaging to the team until he's traded. Hmm. That is an interesting point, but I think once uh, the season rolls around and everyone's together, you start bonding, you go on that big road trip the others will have at the start of the year, um, I don't think that will be a factor. Maybe I'm wrong. Because if the others start winning, that will solve a lot of problems. And I think everyone will be on board and want to be here. So, I think there is some smoke to all these uh, Lucic rumblings. No doubt about that. We had his agent on. He said he wants to be here. He will be back. After that, there were still some rumblings from Frank Cervelli from TSN. So I think the others have explored the option, or explored the idea of trading him. I don't think they're just going to give him up, though, because, to be frank, they need him to rebound in a big way this season on that left side. A lot of question marks on the wings. He is one of those question marks. But if he can get back to 
the player he was at the start of last season and the year before, that's what the Oilers will be hoping for. You can text us 630-630. Dan in LaRange, L.A., Edmonton, San Jose, Vegas, Calgary, Arizona, Vancouver on the outside. Talbot plays like two years ago. Dry settle won't be concussed early, and McDavid is McDavid from Dan in LaRange. What do you think about Arizona, Devin? Oh, you're on the phone taking a caller there. We'll get back to Devin here in a second, but Arizona to me is interesting. Now, I said earlier I want to put them higher in the standings. I just don't know if I can. They finished last year strong. They're a young team. They've added Gelchenyuk, of course, in that trade uh, for Domi. They have a really good D with Jalmerson, Larson, Chicharin, Demers, Goligoski. Their goaltending was good near the end of the year with Ranta. That's an interesting team to me. But who do they have up front, though? Like, oh, they have Keller. Yeah, I think there's still a bit of a question mark for me. I would be. I think they'll take a step forward, but I'll be stunned if they have a you know a big breakout year. Yeah. No, that's fair, and that's why I'm. St- I look at their team. I'm like, okay, there's a lot of potential here, but can all the young guys sort of take a step all at once? I don't know. So that's why I have them on the outside. But I do want. I, I look at the the standings, and I want to put Arizona higher, but I just can't. So. <laughs> It is a crapshoot right now, I guess, for the Pacific Division. All right, Travis wants to jump in here on line two. Travis, you're on Oilers now. Hey, I just wanted to talk about uh, Lucic for a minute here. And uh, I think, honestly, I don't think he should be on dry side of the line coming in. And you know what? I, I like I like Lucic. I really like him. I don't like his contract. But right now, him, him coming back after that year and all that, we need to stick him right up on McDavid's line. With Nuge, McDavid and Nuge together, they're going to be dynamite no matter what. Braddy was kind of like a little complimentary piece, but he's, I don't think he's a guarantee in there. I think there should be competition between Raddy and him for that slot. I don't know if they want to go right wing, left wing, back and forth with Nuge. Is he, maybe he's better on his off wing. I watched a couple of videos of him on his off wing doing one-timers. They're playing the right side a little bit, right? So I think having him up there with McDavid, feeling that again with the goals and like you know that protection and, and and showing that impact and maybe next year in the offseason we can trade him or something who knows but i think i think luke should be uh definitely up on the first and also reader i think reader should be playing left wing with dry sidle get those two kind of going readers fast we need to see dry sidle's feet moving again i felt like luke was kind of like an anchor for him there last year and i think uh reader he's just really fast and i really i really like watching him Maybe pull you Yarby or Yamamoto fight for that right wing spot. But yeah, that's what I might take there. Okay, Travis, thanks for the call. I'll dig deeper into uh, those two line combinations that you brought up. Uh, quickly on Lucic. Uh, I just don't know if he works on McDavid's wing. I don't know. I think, to be honest, I think he holds McDavid back a little bit. It's been tried already, yeah. right? Like, I think we know it doesn't work. So what's the point? Mm-hmm. They tried it for a long period of time last year, and you're right, it didn't work. So. Now, if Lucic comes out guns a-blazing to start the season, maybe it would work. Maybe they go back to it. But to me, I think you have Nuge, McDavid together for sure. And then there's a chance that it's Ratty. Maybe it's Poliarvi. Maybe it's Yamamoto on that right side. Maybe it's even Reeder. So I just don't think the Oilers go down that route to start the year with Lucic on McDavid's line. Of course, at some point during the year, it could happen. Of course, there's also the dry settle option. He could, of course, go on with David's wing at some point, and they move Nuge back to center. 
So I think there are a lot of things the Oilers will try first before going back to Lucic with McDavid, and it's likely going to be Ratty uh, on that right side with Nugent Hopkins and McDavid to start the preseason at least. So I do like what Travis was saying, though, about perhaps playing uh, Reader with Drysdale. I think those two could become good players together. I think they, they maybe want to play together as well to start the year. But I just think with Lucic, I don't know if you go down that route at the start of the year. Lucic could be on your second line with Drysaddle. Or maybe even down as your th- as a third line option. I know the contract doesn't look good at playing him on the third line, but perhaps that helps him find his game where there's not a lot of pressure of playing on McDavid's wing. It's uh, one twenty in Edmonton. You can text us 630-630. Give us a call, 780-496-0063. We'll take a quick timeout. 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, Pro-Am Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca.